Hello again, and welcome to the Confidence Covered by Humility podcast, where we explore together what it means to lead our businesses, our teams, and our homes with humble confidence. Hey, everyone, my name is James Mayhew, and I am grateful that you're here today, wherever that may be. You know, I love it when someone can distill something that's kind of a complex concept into something that's really bite-sized and memorable. Now, Wayne Nelson, he's the founder of a company called Keen Insight, and he was the first person to share these three power-packed, really short sentences with me, and I'm going to share them right now with you. It starts like this. Conversations create clarity, clarity produces action, and your action determines results. Now, there are books, literally books to be written off of those sentences, but I just want to give you my take on why these three sentences are essential to elevating the workplace culture uh, at your work, at your company, and how that leads to highly engaged employees. Know this, when people have clarity, they know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly why they're doing it. They know which things are a priority to work on, so there's no confusion there. And this is a key thing. They know precisely how they're doing. So what, that, what happens there is that gives your employees the confidence to do their very best work and it contributes to the success of the metrics that we know are really important to hit in our businesses like quality and efficiency, accuracy, productivity, customer satisfaction and customer retention, things like that. And here's a key thing to remember is that when people are unsure about what to do, you know what, they just tend not to do that. They end up filling their time working on other things until they can get that clarity that they need from their supervisor. And that's just an example of accidental values and how they originate within a team or or even throughout an entire company. So today I want to talk with you about three fundamental foundational conversations to have with every person on your team on a recurring basis. Now this first type of foundational conversation is the expectations conversation. And this is so essential to do because the goal here is to get crystal clear on things like what are the target dates and deadlines? That's actually two different things. How about handoffs? Who's waiting on your work to be complete? Who gets it next? Do we have a budget? Is there a budget set aside for this? Do you have access to extra resources resources such as other teams or equipment? Can we uh, outsource some of those things? And how about checking in? How often do you need to do that? See, the more clarity that we have in this part, the more likely we are to stay on time, on target, and on budget. Now, the second type of foundational conversation is the priorities conversation. I kind of think this one's often overlooked, but I can't tell you how many times I've worked with teams and then we learn there's these questions about which of all of our priorities are actually the priority. And it's something that's important to remember here is that priorities, they actually change fairly frequently. Uh, Making sure that everyone, and I mean everyone, knows about that change is vital because one of the most frustrating things that you experience at work is when you feel like you're the last person to find out, especially when it ends up coming in some type of like team meeting days, weeks, or months after a change. The other important thing to remember here is that there could be competing priorities. This happens when team leaders and managers don't communicate well, and it ends up causing confusion about what the person is supposed to be working on. Now, the third type of conversation to ensure clarity is happening, this foundational type of conversation is the performance conversation. See, people need and want to know how they're doing. This This is important to understand. 
When someone finds out what when they missed the mark after the fact, long after they could have done something to improve or make a change, it just drives a wedge into their engagement level. Giving your employees feedback is actually the number one tool that you have at your disposal to improve your team's overall performance. Just make sure that when you do give feedback, it hits these four marks. And I'm going to cover them right now with you. The first one is it has to be timely. Your, your feedback has to be timely. We've all experienced receiving feedback weeks or even months too late. Second thing is, is you need to make sure it's specific. Get specific about what they did well or specific about how they can improve. The third thing is just be honest. Don't sugarcoat or dance around the truth. That's not helpful. But, but that doesn't mean you have to be a jerk either. It's just remember, honesty, it builds trust. And then the fourth thing here is make sure the feedback is helpful. Sometimes we just give feedback that isn't all that helpful. Telling somebody, hey, great job today, doesn't do much. Tell them exactly why you liked it or give them one to two things that they can improve next time. Just be very careful here that you don't, you know, inadvertently overwhelm people with a list of six or, you know, 10 things they can do better. Keep it focused on one to two. There's a couple of bonus things I want to share with you today about how to uh, talk to a person in a performance conversation questions, right? Ask them, what would they do different next time? Ask them what what went well and why? Because that's how you learn to replicate it. You can also ask them what didn't go well and why, so you learn how not to replicate it. Finally, you can even ask them if there's anything that you could do as their manager better next time. Now remember, when you have these conversations, make them a two-way conversation. A one-sided conversation isn't a conversation at all. Asking uh, questions of each other, it takes time, so don't rush through them. Some people need some time to process, and if you are in a hurry and you're kind of rushing through this, you might miss a really good uh, learning moment. I wish I would have had someone share this knowledge with me when I was an up-and-coming leader. I made all of these mistakes. But, you know, here's the important thing, is that companies that are truly committed to being excellent across the board, they actually make teaching and training one of their top priorities all across. It's important for each of us also to take a posture of learning and improving. That's just another way that we have this confidence that's covered by humility. Hey everyone, my name is James Mayhew and I'm the creator of this podcast. I just want you to know, if you can't tell, I love what I do because I get to help business leaders implement this highly specialized framework that ensures that you have talented and motivated people doing excellent work on the most important things. As always, if you found this content to be valuable and you would like others to be able to hear it, one way you can help is share this episode with them, hit that like button, do a subscription if that's where if it works where you're listening or watching, leave a review, all those things help. I'm so grateful to have you on board with me uh, and I look forward to seeing you again on the next episode of Confidence Covered by Humility.